Hello, everyone. This is the Happy Work Environment Podcast. I'm your host, Lana Maher, co-hosting with David Andrew. For this episode, we are continuing our discussion from our first episode on time affluence. Why is time affluence so important? How can we change our vocabulary around time? And what are the benefits of dedicating personal time for yourself on a daily basis? Hi, David. I am so happy to be recording this podcast with you and continuing our discussion on time affluence to have another episode on this. I want to discuss actually, why is it so important? Why is time affluence so important to our wellness? Thank you, Lana. It's a great question. Why is it so important to us? I would even as go far and say it is essential. It is vital. It is crucial that we make some time for ourselves in the 24-hour clock that we live. But my focus today is mainly towards when you work a busy day from morning 8 to 4 or 9 to 5. Although there are allocated times to do many things during the day, and we forget that we have not given time to ourselves during the day, it's very important, it's crucial that we look after our own self, our own well-being whilst at work, because that will help us to be more efficient, happier, and more productive at the end of the day and be more fulfilled when you go home. It's important that we give time to ourselves, that we walk away from our desks, go and have a break just to just relax, breathe, think over, listen to some music in your ears. Just distract yourself from the clutter and thoughts that is constantly making you think, 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 think. But it's actually affecting your emotional and mental health and well-being. Like you said, it is so important to have time for oneself and to dedicate that time for oneself. When we have that time for ourselves, we do feel like we can connect to ourselves. We can listen to our emotions. We can listen to our desires and we can reboot in a sense and re-energize and feel like rejuvenated that we can accomplish many things throughout our day just by having that quiet time, like you said, that we think too much and imagine having that quiet time in our mind, not in the sense of getting distracted with tv and or a video game that's not quiet time that requires your attention that requires a lot of stimulation it doesn't connect you to yourself you're not hearing what is going on inside of you and it's not thoughts it's how you're feeling what is your state of being is it agitated is it relaxed do you feel your muscles that are relaxed you know that's a great thing do you feel agitated are your muscles relaxed? And these are physiological feeling that we all feel. And sometimes we do not know why we are feeling like that. Even when we discover, oh, because somebody did that to me, or I was given so much work and nobody thought about that, I already have a load of things. But this is all that is agitating you. You're asking yourself so many questions with no real answers to it. And that is even more agitating. So if we take that time out just to just relax, breathe, 
go for a walk, look at the birds, look at the sky, look at the trees, look at the plants, look what the nature is saying to you and just absorb. Don't respond, just absorb quietly. I was a very agitated, miserable employee for a long time and I was working and I had no idea why I was. But as time went by and I realized that I was getting angry very quickly, uh, I was taking my anger out on people who did not even do anything to me, especially to my loved ones. And it dawned on me that I don't give myself any time for myself just to be quiet. And I think it's important that especially in workplaces where life is hectic, the culture is hectic. The demands are going to be made on you. Officially, most workplaces have time slots. In the UK, they allow between minimum 30 minutes to a maximum an hour, what they call it is a lunchtime. But nobody follows it, <laughs> but it's there. What about having that extra time to connect with ourselves? That time that we can take right before we enter into a meeting or where we're presenting, maybe just like five minutes to connect with yourself, to see how you're feeling about this upcoming meeting. What do you desire for the outcome to be? How do you want to present yourself? Just take that time. We were always in a rush that we wanna to go to the next meeting and we're not really fully emotionally prepared. We might be mentally prepared. We'll have our PowerPoints, we'll have our brochures, we'll have whatever it is content ready to present, but are we there ready emotionally to present? I think I want to make a couple of points since you mentioned meetings and what you're talking about, Lana, and the way I'm thinking, and this is my interpretation, it's a, it's a skill that you train yourself to think. It's a skill. You train your mind to think that way, that all of us, especially in busy workplaces, to say, you know what, I'm going to a meeting now. I'm prepared to do my PowerPoint presentation, but I want to have an objective, a purpose, and see an outcome, not because I'm just going to go through this PowerPoint presentation. And when you go with that spirit, that mindset, that energy in you, I believe you can transmit that energy to other people. They'll feel good to listen to you. They'll get value out of what you're doing. Because if there is no value in your presentation, just tons of information, brain, unfortunately, doesn't comprehend everything and processes everything. So it'll filter out so much stuff, even, even the good stuff. So to have that energy and that mindset to go with an attitude of, I feel relaxed. I've given myself that five minutes just to gentle breathe, relax, close my eyes. Five minutes, not a lot prior to your meeting. I think you those meetings that will be more effective. Yes, I feel like entering those meetings, you feel, at least when I do that, I feel more grounded in myself and more confident in what I know and what I'm going to present just by taking those few moments for myself just to breathe. It's a learned skill. Now, since we are talking about this on this part two of our podcast. I think we want our listeners to take something away from, from this particular question. Give yourself 
five minutes if needed, an hour to just chill out. These little things will have a compound effect as you practice on a day-to-day -day basis. I agree with you, David, on that. And it is about taking that time to also set intentions for yourself. Like how powerful is that? Whatever you do, whoever you're meeting, wherever you're going, you're setting some beautiful intentions for yourself. I think, you know, intentionally to have good intentions is a great thing. And ask yourself, what are my intentions for this particular thing that I've been told to do? And it's what do you call a self-check? Self-check, they call it pre-flight check, right? Before you take off, you've got to do a series of pre-flight check, right? And if it's a team, you do a pre-flight check with your team. So everybody goes together with one mind for the same objective. Uh, we as coaches, we believe we can help people who need help in that area. If you go with that thing and practice it, have a coach on your side to help you that way. Lana, that actually brings us to our second question, which I've yeah. been burning to ask you. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and that is how can we change our language about time? Yeah, the standard way of saying is that I'm busy. I don't have time. I'm rushed off my feet. I don't get time to eat. I don't even get time to go to the bathroom. Now, I, whether people say it consciously or they actually don't have time, I don't know. But that language in itself is energy. You're saying it out loud. You're saying it to yourself. You're saying it to your colleagues. You're saying it to your family. And I hear these words every single day. It's like draining energy. Yeah. But the vocabulary is based around what we experience every day in our life and we have accepted it as part of our existence. Let me say, I have not used the word busy for the last seven or eight years. And I think my wife will profess to that. And I'll tell you the reason why I don't use the word busy, although I'm doing things. I don't use the word busy. What I say, I'm doing a particular task to get this result. I'm doing this between so-and-so time to get this. That is what I say to people. So Dave, have you got any time today? I said, I have got abundance of time. What would you like me to do for you? Oh, could, you, could we meet today at 11 a.m.? I said, let me check my calendar. Oh, between 11 to 11.30, I'm doing this. From 12 o'clock to 12.45, I've got this. How about if I met you at 1 p.m.? Would that work for you? I could have just said, you know what? Oh, I'm so sorry, busy. I can't do it at 11 o'clock. That would be one answer. Some people would say, sorry, I'm busy. I can't do it at 1 o'clock or 12, or 11 o'clock, but I'll do it at 1 o'clock. Try and use a different language, excluding the word busy. See what happens. Try it for at least three days. You'll be surprised. You'll feel different. You'll feel more planned. You think you got more accomplished. That's what I would say. The first step is to be aware. Just be aware of how many times you use the word busy. Pretend it's a game. How can you change and substitute using another word other than busy? 
what I like to use is productive. When someone asks me, oh, how have you been? How has work been? And I say, oh, I've been very productive. I echo that. That's what I would say. <laughs> it, it's such a great word. Like, when I, if I want to compare busy to productive and put them right next to each other and view which one I would prefer using, I prefer using productive. It sounds... It sounds more powerful. And I feel the more I've been using that, I feel like I've been even producing more. I, I totally agree with you, Lana. For people who have never used any other words, you know, besides what they've always used, to increase your vocabulary, to go and look at synonyms. And as English was not my first language, and I've been speaking English for a while now, since I've lived in the UK. Nothing wrong, it's not a criticism, but eventually that words don't carry weight anymore. So changing our vocabulary or practicing it is a good start for anybody. Yes, and let's give more examples on what to use instead of the word busy. Well, I think my synonym reads to productivity, or I actually specify my appointments. I would not say I'm busy. I would say I'm doing great. I'm working really good. Uh, I have got 10 things to do today. So uh, my time will be occupied between such and such hours. So I've not used the word busy, but that shows to people that my time is occupied by doing such things just by showing what you're doing in that day, instead of just throwing out the word busy. Since we are talking about how to change our vocabulary, and let's focus on that. Yes, and that word focus is one of the words that I use in terms of not using the word busy and substituting the word busy. So when people ask me, well, Lana, what have you been doing? I would say, hey, I've been focusing on happy work environment at the moment. I like that. I'm, I'm present. I'm in the present of what I'm doing. And I'm giving everything the best that I can to get the result I want. Instead of just saying, oh, I've been busy with that. No, I have been focusing on happy work environment. I've been focusing on personal coaching. I've been focusing on my own marriage, my relationships, my friendships. Yeah, and I think because you're naming things that you're focused on, it makes you more intentional. It makes you more connected to what you're doing. You're not just tasking away, just laboring away. I like the word uh, connected. Yeah. It's, it's very powerful. You're connected to what you're doing. Correct. When you say busy, it's like you're not really connected. How would you say about people who say, I did not get time to eat or drink or even go to the bathroom? What, what would you say about those kind of situations? Have you not put yourself first? Where are you in this equation? Yeah. Where are you in this equation? And you are the one who's doing all this. Get time to go to the bathroom or eat your lunch or have a glass of water or just why? And who has put a gun to your head and say, sorry, you can't do it. But I think this is a real problem, right? But I know someone 
who says to me, I didn't get time to eat lunch today. I don't get time. And I feel like saying, why not? Oh, I have so much to do. So you are saying to me that in all that hours that you work, you did not get 10 minutes to eat a lunch or you did not want to eat a lunch or you were so distracted by the job itself in hand and you were so fearful to let it go for a few minutes that if you did not hold on to it, it would run away. And that is another mind that you have trapped yourself. When you trap yourself into a situation, it's like you can't get out of it. Sometimes you have to just leave it, do what you need to do, come back, refresh yourself, reset the button, start again. You'll feel good about it. Come back fresh. Come back fresh. Yeah. And I think this is something that I see or I have experienced. People don't do that. I knew one of my bosses would eat his food on the keyboard. His lunch thing was on the keyboard or on the side. And he would do like this. He, obviously, people can't see us, but he would look at his computer with his mouse and just eat. So if you put a frog in his dinner, he wouldn't know. He would just put the frog in his mouth because his focus is not on the food. There are cultures, in, at least in India in China and in many countries, in Italy, in France, where they really value lunchtime, the food time. And they give their respect and time to that food because that's what nourishes their body not just quenches their hunger and thirst but nurtures and nourishes their body so at work we are all entitled to nourish our bodies that's why in the uk we have health and safety rules to have a minimum of 30 minutes break however you want to use it you got to get away from that table walk away do what you want to do and then come back to it that is a formula for success if you want to do a great job you need to be creative you need to have energy feel energized feel active and in order to feel all of that to feel of that motivation that drive give yourself time to rejuvenate to freshen up to go to the bathroom to eat something to fuel up, to move, to do some exercise, all of that to be successful. I feel like the word busy is celebrated as, oh, busy means you're on the way to success. I think, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a misconception. Mm -hmm. And uh, people who feel busy in themselves, they think that they're on their way to success. But whatever the success looks for them, I don't know. But what they're losing, they're trying to gain something by losing all this over here. Yeah. They're losing their health, their connections, family. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is something I trust and I hope that our listeners will take on board, reflect and think about it. So that brings us to our final question on what impact would it be if we don't make time to ourselves? What impact, what, how would it impact ourselves, our health, our family life? How would it impact us? I think I would be a very sick man because I was very sick. I became depressed. I was on taking medications. I was going to the doctors. I had mouth ulcers as a result of being highly stressed. 
not being able to eat properly, sleep properly, agitated. I don't know. Everybody's bodies are different. But I know I'm talking about how it affected me. So I'm sure there are many people. It's affecting them already. So think about it. What you can do is take control of your own life. At least that much control you have, not over the world, over yourself. But if you don't, others will control you automatically and you will fall into that trap. So I would say if you don't go to the bathroom, you don't drink water, you're not eating well, you're eating, living on junk food, whatever it is, think about it deep and hard. How is going to impact your physical health, mental health, relationships, right? This is not an overnight change. This is going to take some time. And what does taking time for ourselves look like? What can it look like for different people? Mm -hmm. Especially in work premises, when the corporation realized a lot of people were going sick and they were taking time off work or they, were, they had a nervous breakdown or something, people started to create spaces like 30 minutes, mindfulness, go to a room, give yourself some time. They even had prayer rooms for people just to go and pray and stay quiet. So we, at workplaces, we can create environment for people, facilitate to say, you know what? We want all our workers over here to be happy, healthy, productive, meet the bottom line, be innovative, be creative. But we also want you to know that you are human beings. You only have so much that you can give in a day, but we want you to give the best quality. So we are facilitating you with these things now, right? There's a room, there's a quiet room, there's a prayer room, there's a mindfulness thing going on, there's yoga, whatever the company can facilitate for their well-being of their employees, I think they should. I feel like on a corporate level, it would be so cool for a corporation to give their employees one hour a day for their employees to connect to themselves, like a personal hour. I would, I would vote for that idea because I think what you just suggested, and I'm sure there are many corporations in, in the world, which I can't name, I don't know, but I'm sure people like Google and Amazon and all these big companies, they have allowed uh, people to work in a relaxed, relaxed environment, not in a clinical, starchy, silo, whatever it is, right? So create the environment where you can blossom and still be productive. I know a company for sure in London, you know, years ago, I read about them. They are a very small company, but they said, you know what? We don't want you to come to work. You can go to Bahamas or Hawaii and work from your hammock. We are giving you this project, right? This project, can you complete within three months? Here are the details, la, 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 and all that kind of stuff, right? So with your smartphones, with your laptops, you can work from anywhere. But work in an environment where you feel that you can be more productive. I think corporations these days, after the pandemic, you know, there'll be hybrid working environments. We can create environments for people work from a place where you think you can be highly productive, more creative, more innovative. It's, it's easy. We need to trust our workers, trust them to do what you've asked them to do. And they will even give you more. That's what I would say. Giving them that fertile ground for them to grow, to nourish, to have that creativity that they can apply in their lives, they can apply at the workplace. 
And that's what it's all about. Creative people, creative talent, that creative mind that brings all of this world together and creates all of these wonders and all of these innovations and technologies and processes. So, you know, you're absolutely right, because my focus now is also moving towards the younger generation, right? You know, uh, they are the people who are entering big corporations as intern and so forth with hoping to build a career. And I know because I have two boys who are grown up now, right? And young people, they go to bed late and they get up late, right? That's the, that's the way their body clock, that's the culture that is. Now we can make them fit into the mold of, hey, be here at eight o'clock and go at five o'clock or whatever it is. Now they'll turn up to work, but they'll not be there because their bodies are tired. However, we need to bring a balance into all this, right? There, there's a balance to everything. And the balance is not about one or the other, is to say, how can we bring all these ideas together? I prefer to work late in the night. So I'll start work at 8 p.m. and I'll work solidly until 1 a.m. in the morning, right? That's where I'm the most productive. That's how my brain works. Now the company would say, no, sorry, you can't do that, but you have to be here at eight o'clock. Let's think about the word flexibility in our system. Because these people that you're employed, they are going to make your company profitable, but don't beat them into submission to come into a particular slot because they'll, they'll feel restricted. It's like putting a straight jacket on you and say, work now, you can't. So that's one, one, one train of thoughts anyway, especially for the younger generation, the companies who are employing new talents. And especially if it's a computer job, it is not a customer facing job like opening up a store or a restaurant. I think they have their timings that are there, but in corporations where you can do your job on your phone or on a desktop or on a laptop, then timing shouldn't be a big concern anymore. And so, like you said, so many companies have already started adopting flexible timing and flexible hours. You can come into the office, you can work from home, and even in the offices, the office spaces, they've created so many different environments, working environments where you can work in a different spot every day. Uh, and they've created rooms where you can rest, you can take a nap, you can sleep in, all of that for you to have that time for yourself. Places like Facebook, they have yoga, they, they offer yoga classes, meditation time, baking classes, so many different things that you can do during your working hours that you shift from what you're doing. And the brain needs something new in order to stay stimulated and to stay creative. That's why it's important that don't do the same thing for so many long hours and you lose your creativity, you can lose your focus, your attention, even your excitement about the project, you could get bored of, uh, of it. So have that shift doing something else. So David, let's conclude our podcast today with what could be the key learnings that we feel that our listeners can benefit. You can summarize it for them. Right. I would say, like as we first said, make time for yourself. Secondly, 
understand the language that we use, the vocabulary of instead of busy, I don't have time, what else can you use? And finally, think about how you can create time and space for yourself during the busy hours in your work premises or if you're working from home. Just Put a these few three, minutes a day. Just, just a, a few minutes, minutes a day. Yeah. yeah, five minutes, 10 minutes, and just see the result. I say everything, try for at least one week consistently. And don't be afraid to try it. Try it for, for a week and you'll see the difference that it could make. Small steps at a time. Absolutely. Yes. We don't want to change our lives very drastically because that also causes some stress. Try to do that before you enter into a meeting, before you have an important phone call, even before you eat. Just take those two minutes for yourself to just breathe and connect in silence. Put a pause to your thoughts in your mind. I think, I think with that in mind, we shall say pause to our broadcast for this afternoon. And I hope our listeners have found value in what we have said and take on both uh, what we have talked about because time was there before you were born and time will be there after we have all gone. Time never stops for anybody. So let's put time into the best use so we can all feel happy, work happy, and be productive. Always fulfill your time and fulfill yourself with the time that you have. Thank you, everybody. If you have any questions and if you want to contact us, let us know how you feel. You can contact us at smile at happyworkenvironment.com and if you really like what we're doing and what you're hearing share with your friends share with your colleagues we hope that just by listening to us you can start creating happier work environments wherever you are